Coach, congratulations on the victory. I said on the broadcast, you still have to kind of tip your hat to this Centerville team. They had a great season, seven conference wins. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, seven wins on the season, back-to-back uh, seasons of seven-plus wins. They came in expecting to, to have good fortune tonight. They just ran into a team, in my opinion, that's just playing its best ball right now. Yeah, I thought, you know, uh, we had our moments of playing some good football and some moments um, where we had to really challenge our guys. Yes. Um, I thought we played uh, a lot better in the second half. Um, just too many costly mistakes and just sloppy ball uh, in the first half. And uh, I felt like our guys responded. They responded to the message at halftime. And, um, and I thought maybe played uh, one of the better halves that we've seen in a while. But, yeah, Centerville's a team that um, we felt, you know, it was a good matchup for us. Um, but, you know, I think the big thing uh, for us is we knew when a team has won seven games, yes. you know, that – uh, you've got to put a lot of doubt in them, and we didn't really do that. You know, we got up seven nothing, and, and it kind of hung around. We had a big, big turnover that gave them the short field to right. make it seven seven. It kind of just kind of stayed there, and um, you know, I was that was probably my biggest frustration is I felt like uh, we 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 didn't really keep going, at, you know, as mm-hmm. and execute as well uh, in the first half, but. Uh, again, you know, it's a nip and tuck game. It's a team that's won seven games, and uh, we didn't expect it to be easy to come into their place and make the bus trip up here, but you just find a way to survive in advance and get on to ground two. That is definitely the name of that game. And uh, one thing I know as coach is that you got uh, Alex Kreckler more into the rotation, uh, a la you did uh, Damian Dance uh, midway to late part of the season. You uh, talk about uh, his contribution also, uh, Damian Dance, uh, what uh, he brought to the table tonight. Yeah, I mean, those Damian and Alex, uh, you know, were two, they're really two gifted players. You know, they can run and catch the ball. Um, you know, both those guys have played JV running back and receivers and, and all that stuff. And then obviously, um, you know, Dance had to get called up early, you know, in the year when, when, when unfortunately Jonathan Bushley went down. Um, but as the season's gone, Damien's become way more comfortable and confident in the offense. Um, Alex, you know, unfortunately kind of had a nagging injury a couple for a couple weeks there towards the end, or he probably would have been a lot more involved down the stretch. Um, but we were able to get, get him back and work him back in. And um, again, uh, it, it's a good thing to have. You know, we, we feel like we've got four guys that we mentioned there, obviously with Bryson and. Um, and Cade, uh, we really like Carson Schneider too. He didn't play as much tonight, but Carson's a really smart kid. He's our JV quarterback. He knows the offense, and uh, he gets open. He finds ways to get open. So we finally we got like five legitimate receivers mm-hmm. um, that know how to get open, and, and they know the offense. And then when you pair that uh, with the the two headed guys in, in the backfield, and Deacon Hamilton and, and Gage Gage Pullman, Will Geisel, and uh, you know I think this offense. Still wasn't great tonight, um, but it did enough to get out of here with a win. On the other side of the ball, Coach, talking about your defense, you know, the season finale at home, Connorsville, not the game any of us expected, and Connorsville seemed to to kind of hurt us, mainly through the air. You come in tonight with a team with a prolific, uh, a very prolific passing offense. Do you think that Connersville game, in a way, kind of got you set to play this type of offense tonight? Well, I, I think you know we've seen teams that um, that want to spread it out and they really want to, to throw it. Uh, we knew that they, you know. Uh, 
the number 11 on their on, for Centerville was a really good H back and you know good pass catching tight end kind of hybrid guy that you really like to have in this mm-hmm. type of offense. I mean, I, I thought he was a heck of a football player and. Um, you know, but we felt, hey, we've we've been prepared against teams like this. And, and to be honest, I don't know. It, it, in Connersville, we had some blunders. Mm-hmm. We had some just blunders that uh, really hurt. Um, we'll leave it at that. But I, I think our season in general mm-hmm. uh, has really prepared us. You know, you got to think, you, know, you go back, we played an Indian Creek team that wants to spread it out and uh, throw it. And uh, we've played uh, South Dearborn, you know, that will we'll do the same. Obviously, Lawrenceburg in the past, you know, they, they, they can as well. And, you know, East Central's of the world. You know, we, Mm -hmm. I feel like our guys have been prepared, um, you know, to do this. And I think they've continued to get better in the secondary. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's kind of one of the things we mentioned on uh, on, on Monday was that, hey, I I really, even though it was a a not so good performance last week, we got a couple, just probably like three really bad plays that really put a sour taste in all of our mouth last Saturday. Um, That secondary has played a lot better. And even tonight, you know, they had a couple plays, (laughs) but, you know, they responded. You know, they responded and, um, you know, made some plays in the back end. Cade Kaiser played really well. Wow. I mean, really well. Three interceptions. Yeah. So yeah. when you really think about it, you know, with those that that, that secondary, you know, you're gonna have gonna have some things. Uh, uh, you know, they're gonna make plays. You know, they, 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 which they did. But I thought for the most part, our guys kept things in front of them and uh, did a really good job of finding ways to get off the field and cause some turnovers. You mentioned Indian Creek, and we don't have anything final just yet. But as it looks, most likely you guys will be at home. Um, next week, and you'll be hosting, again, nothing is finalized, but what we think um, would be Indian Creek. Yeah, 21-16 to uh, 16 was the score at halftime last we had on that. Uh, hopefully we uh, get something here in a few minutes. Yeah, and like I told our guys, I said, well, I'm sure we'll find out on the, on the way home and uh, really what that next um, venture and challenge is going to be. We know it's going to be a rematch no matter what. It's going right. to be, you know, either we got a Franklin County team that's going to come in looking to uh, avenge mm-hmm. or a, or ourselves that uh, we've we've been kind of saying all year, you, you, sometimes you just have this hunch. You've been doing this for a while. like Right. Just had a feeling we might see Indian Creek again, mm-hmm. and we feel like that that just uh, whole night was off, and we didn't play our best football. We'd love to get an opportunity to play them again, but ultimately, in the end, Terrence and, and Tom, I, I don't really care. You know, I just want we're we're, we're happy to be one and zero, right? And um, get an opportunity. To, I believe the way the bracket's set up, no matter what, we'll be at home, um, and we got to play play our best football and uh, at home and, and find a way to punch our ticket to a sectional title. I want to take you back to uh, that third quarter when um, a big pass play for Centerville they hit number six over here in the flat and he just cuts loose cuts it back inside and looks like for all intents and purposes he's going to take this one to the house uh, Trenton Kincaid chases him down tacks him from behind he goes down at about the 13 yard line and then your defense just puts on a stand. They didn't move the ball another yard on four consecutive downs. Um, what was what were you thinking at that moment in time, and, and how proud of you of the resiliency your defense showed on that series right there? I, I, I love that you use the word resiliency because that's something that we, we, we preach in our locker room is being resilient and being tough. You know, and, and ultimately in the end, you know, they made a play, mm-hmm. right? We missed, we missed some tackles, mm-hmm. and but TK Turn Kincaid runs it down. You know, Coach Hinkle, you know, our D coordinator, 
know, hounds that run to the football and his effort, um, you know, prevented him getting in the end zone. Yeah. And again, those windows start to really tighten up down there. We felt really confident in our run defense tonight. Um, and uh, again, you know, some guys really just elevated, uh, you know, up front. You know, I think our linebackers um, really played the run really well. And, and Carter Bowman and Trent Rell, and Gage Pullman, Abe Hollins, and Deacon Hamilton on the outside played a really good game. And then up front, um, Quentin Elston continues to mm-hmm. play extremely well at that nose position. And then, uh, you know, Bobby Weiler's been a force. And then you can, Damian Kreckler, you know, another guy that kind of got some more reps tonight. Right. Him, Max Amberger, and Nick McConnell. When you can kind of rotate, those bodies in and get after it. Uh, I thought, you know, for the most part, we were able to make their quarterback uh, not comfortable. Right. Um, you know, we didn't do the best job sometimes breaking down and, and, and consistently tackling him, but I think we made him get off his spots and make some really tough throws and some errant throws. Um, and just overall, again, defense stepped up. I thought, that, I thought they played a pretty good game outside of a few plays here or there, you know, uh, but they found a way to, to yeah. keep him out of the end zone. And I'll second that because, I mean, he did have time to throw occasionally, but a lot of time it seemed like he had jackhammer feet out there mm-hmm. to, to tinkle. Yeah. I mean, and it's um, it's not fun seeing number 44 come, come barreling off the edge and, and Bobby Wilder. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, you know, and we saw that all practice, you know, this week of Bobby out there and, you know, Will's running the scout offense, Geisel, and it's like, oh, my goodness, you know, um, <laughs> please don't hurt Will. But, uh, but you know, and because Bobby just brings out force, which opens a lot of things up. I think you have to sometimes slide your protection that way. He's got to get more, uh, more, uh, you know, uh, attention. Mm-hmm. Quentin Elston, if you don't double team him, he, he, he's going to normally win a one-on-one battle. Right. Um, and, again, just I'm really proud of Quentin Elston. It was nice to see a big smile on his face getting that sack there at the yes. end. And uh, yeah. he's came a long way here in the last couple of years, definitely uh, from, you know, this past year to this year just um, he's really continued to play just really good football and um, you got to be strong in the trenches um, you know stop the run mm-hmm. and be able to run the football I thought we ran the football for the most part fine you know three or four yards um, is good we just didn't convert on some of our RPO stuff mm-hmm. um, some of our quick passing game just was a, a little yeah you know um, but it'll get better Head ball coach for the Batesville Bulldogs, Evan Ulrey, joining us in the booth after a victorious outing in round one of sectional play. They defeat the Centerville Bulldogs 27-7. Coach, thanks for your time this evening. You got a rowdy bus of youngsters you got to get to. We're going to let you do that, and we look forward to seeing you at home next Friday night. All right, thanks, guys, and thanks for all those who came and made the trip. It was nice to see you. A good crowd.